Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your Friday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the new podcast with Chris Willis and Stephen Tolbert all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, and at and wherever you listen to podcasts, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content when it is available. And after the performance, the historic performance of Spencer Strider, that is certainly content you want to be able to enjoy. So hit that subscribe button wherever you enjoy your podcast. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. Dominance, dominance, dominance. I open the podcast with We Are All Witnesses because if you were lucky enough to witness the performance from Spencer Strider on Thursday night, I hope that it is something that you cherish for years to come. Welcome to the Daily Hammer. Again, my name is Sean Coleman. Always a pleasure to be with you, especially when we get to witness performances like we saw from Spencer Strider. A 3 nothing win for the Braves. Some other fun things to talk about, including Austin Riley starting to heat up. A great performance from Kenley Jansen to get the save. The Braves overall, once again, even with the offense still struggling, finding a way to win. But without a doubt, the story of the night was Spencer Strider. And simply put, if you listen to the podcast, if you follow me on Twitter, many know that I am a big fan of statistics. And I love statistics because you have the ability to look at a special performance in so many ways when you break down the numbers. But the best way that I can describe What we saw last night from Spencer Strider, who over eight innings had 16 strikeouts, zero walks, gave up only two hits. Simply put, this was the most dominant pitching performance by a major league rookie in a quarter century. If you were old enough and lucky enough to have watched Kerry Wood's 20 strikeout performance as a Cub during his rookie year in 1998, that's what I'm getting at. This is the last night's performance by Spencer Strider was the most dominant pitching performance by a major league rookie starter since Kerry Wood's 20 strikeout performance in 1998. The statistics all indicate that that's the case. If you watched it, it, it passes the eye test. I cannot remember a performance by a major league rookie since Kerry Wood that was as dominant as Spencer Strider's performance last night. Again, when you look at the statistics in several different ways, the last major league pitchers to have done what Spencer Strider did last night at the age that he did it 
was Kerry Wood and Nolan Ryan. The last pitcher who was as young as Strider to have 16 Ks and zero walks was Mark Pryor in his dominant 2003 season. Spencer Strider set the new record, a new franchise record for a Braves pitcher in terms of strikeouts in a nine-inning game with 16. Just, it was an unbelievable performance. I wish that there were more words I could use to describe it, but it was just an incredible, incredible performance from someone in Spencer Strider who, it, it, it shouldn't surprise you at this point. Every time out, Strider continues to show not only his obvious ability to get people out when it comes to the strikeout, but the bigger thing to me that stands out is you're looking at the fact that he was efficient enough to go eight innings tonight. We typically see that Strider will strike out a lot of hitters, but because of that, his pitch count will run up. And typically, we'll see him pitch five, maybe six innings. But Spencer Strider went eight innings last night. That, to me, is a true sign of maturity. It's showing that Strider is continuing to evolve his overall approach to the game. Not just trusting his overpowering stuff, but knowing when to use different pitches at different times to really improve his efficiency to be able to go further into games. If there was any doubt in your mind that Strider definitely should be a part of the Braves' starting rotation instead of potentially being a multi-innings reliever, not only was it the dominance, but again, was the fact that he went eight innings last night. So just in any way that you want to look at it, one one of the most dominating pitching performances that we've seen in Braves franchise history, and as I mentioned, one of the more dominating performance that we've seen in recent decades from a major league rookie. But of course, there were many other fun things to look at from this game as well. Austin Riley, for the second straight night, connecting with his 33rd home run of the year. Michael Harris, he connected for his 16th home run of the season as well. Excuse me, his 14th home run. And Kenley Jansen having a clean ninth inning. This is the type of game that the Braves really needed. Three-game losing streak. Coming into the first game of this series, they were able to get the win last night, but still some struggles. Tonight was a clean, complete victory for the Braves. And once again, it was highlighted by their dynamic rookie duo in Spencer Strider and Michael Harris. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G Podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Overall, the 2002 MLB rookie class, I think, is turning out to be a pretty impressive class. And yes, the headliners of this class, due to their pedigree, due to what they mean to the organizations that they play for, and due to the instant impact that they've made now that they're in the majors, are Adley Rutschman and Julio Rodriguez. Make no mistake about it. They definitely deserve that Narrative. Those two players definitely deserve that hype as being the headliners of this 2002 MLB 
rookie class. And for much of the season, when we've talked about the National League Rookie of the Year race as well as the American League Rookie of the Year race, it's basically come down over the past few months to a two-man race in both leagues. In the American League, it's Rutschman as well as Julio Rodriguez. And in the National League, it's teammate Spencer Strider and Michael Harris. And we talked about how the duo of Harris and Strider have meant so much to the Braves run for another division title and hopefully, you know, their pennant chances as well. We talked about how it's two teammates who are facing off against each other for the National League Rookie of the Year. Those have been fun narratives to discuss when it comes to Strider and Michael Harris in their rookie seasons. But I think that the narrative needs to expand a bit more, in that while Rutschman and Rodriguez are the headliners of this MLB rookie class, make no mistake, Strider and Harris II are making just as much of an impact as rookies as the two very, very good young players in the American League are this season. And the numbers back it up. Spencer Strider is by far the most valuable rookie starter in the, ma- in the majors this season. He's had one of the more impressive, dominant rookie campaigns from a major league pitcher that we have seen in recent years, obviously capped off by last night's historic performance. But Michael Harris, now with his 14th home run last night, he actually is tied with Julio Rodriguez for the most valuable rookie campaign so far this season for position players. Both Rodriguez and Harris II have been worth 3.6 F-War so far this season, and Rutschman is right behind them at 3.5 F-War. But what makes it even more impressive about Michael Harris is that we talk about the fact that his defense makes up a significant portion of his value. Well, you arguably could say that Michael Harris has been the most impressive offensive rookie in the majors this season. Now, In terms of counting statistics in the eye test, I think that many would say Julio Rodriguez has been the most impressive offensive rookie this season. And you're not going to get any argument from me. I think that that is a valid stance. But statistically, Michael Harris certainly has a case. Among all rookies who have at least 300 plate appearances this season, Michael Harris with an 867 OPS As of last night, he was the only rookie who had higher than an 800 OPS. He had an OPS more than 60 points higher than the next rookie on that list, which happens to be Julio Rodriguez. So yes, at the end of the day, when it comes to the two rookie of the year races this season in both the American League and National League, it's going to be some very fun races to see completed. I think at the end of the day, As of right now, you can say confidently that Julio Rodriguez will win it in the American League, while Spencer Strider will win it in the National League. But I think that's what's worth even more of a discussion is the fact that it's not just two rookies who really stand out among this impressive rookie class. In terms of impact and value, it's four rookies who clearly stand above all else, and two of them happen to be Atlanta Braves, and two of them also happen to be big reasons why the Braves continue to play impressive baseball that they're hoping to continue this weekend against the Miami Marlins. And I will admit, the only thing that I regret about Spencer Strider's performance happening last night was the fact that the Braves will not get to benefit from it in a critical setup tonight 
as the Braves will face for the third time this season NL Cy Young favorite Sandy Alcantara. For the Marlins this weekend, it'll be Sandy Alcantara, Edward Cabrera, and Pablo Lopez on the mound. Three very talented pitchers. This is one of the stronger trios of pitchers that the Braves have faced in a while when it comes to an opponent. And so, though they're likely favored to get the series win, they're going to have to make sure that the offense is performing at, you know, the top of its ability to be able to get the job done. The pitching matchups for this weekend are as follows. Sandy Alcantara against Charlie Morton on Friday night, which will be a spectacular pitching matchup. Edward Cabrera against Jake Odorizzi on Saturday night. And then Max Reed will return to the mound against Pablo Lopez on Sunday. But when it comes to the Braves, the thing about it is this. It's the same story and what almost seems to be every series that we play the Marlins. If the Braves offense can simply show up, they should have the advantage in each game. Now, that's going to be much easier said than done against Alcantara. And Cabrera and Lopez both have shown to be very, have, have had very good outings many times so far this season as well. But if the Braves can find a way to have success against Alcantara and Charlie Morton can rebound a bit from his last start against the Cardinals and get back to how very impressive he's been over the past couple of months, the Braves could have a chance to win. Charlie Morton can have a good enough start to where he can keep the game close and the Braves have to like their chances when it comes to the late innings. Even though their bullpen has struggled as of late, the Braves have to like their chances as an offense against the Marlins bullpen than vice versa. So a very tough matchup coming up this weekend against the Marlins for the Braves. Again, NL Cy Young favorite Sandy Alcantara, young impressive hurler Edward Cabrera, and then Pablo Lopez, who was obviously a very very wanted trade candidate at the trade deadline because how talented of a pitcher he is. Some very strong pitching matchups in this series. It's going to be tough for the Braves to find offense consistently, but they're coming off back-to-back victories in which they were not at their best offensively but still got the job done thanks to the long ball. If the Braves can connect on a few home runs throughout this series, they should be able to find enough success to at least get the series win and hopefully either maintain their pace with the Mets or maybe even be able to gain a bit of ground on New York over the weekend. I again very much hope for everyone that's listening to this podcast. First off, thank you for your support and your time as always. But I hope everyone that was that is listening to this podcast that you got to cherish and witness history in the making last night from Spencer Strider's performance. Again, one of the most dominant pitching performances I've seen and and I can honestly say at over 30 years of watching Braves baseball, that was the most dominating performance of a pitcher that I have seen in a Braves uniform. And when I mean dominating, I mean striking out hitters at will. Yes, Maddox, Glavin, Smoltz, others may have had just as impressive starts, but in terms of pure dominance, I can't remember a Braves pitcher who put on a performance like Spencer Strider did last night. Hopefully the performance of Strider will be the momentum that the Braves need to get back going in the right direction. Hopefully another extended streak with a lot of wins and very few losses will be in the Braves' future. They'll certainly need to do that to keep pace with the Mets over the next few weeks as the Mets go up against a very easy schedule on their own through the first part 
of September. But I certainly hope you enjoy Braves baseball once again this weekend. A very fun pitching matchup tonight on Sunday as well. Saturday is going to be interesting. Maybe that's a game the Braves offense can take over. But if the Braves can get a win over Sandy Alcantara to start this series, that's going to be a huge, huge boost for them having another successful weekend on the Diamond. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer. Make sure you enjoyed the Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the new podcasts with Chris Willis and Stephen Tolbert all at BatteryPower.com as well as at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Make sure you hit the subscribe button wherever you enjoy your podcast. That's where it will be for free. Just hit that subscribe button to get the latest content. My name's Sean Coleman. Always a pleasure. We'll talk to you again soon here on The Daily Hammer. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G Podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.